0: Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't
1: simply the stories we tell ourselves.
0: What is karma? It's not about life sucks until you die. It's life sucks until you figure out why. When you are in your karma, everything is about it sucking. Yeah. Every experience you have, every interaction you have is about how sucky everything is Mm. or seems to be until you can figure out how to effectively hack that. And karma is that hack, if you will, right, that we share. And there's no cure for that except to work through it, right? Because you can practice gratitude, you can try to find the silver lining, but it doesn't fix it.
1: So how do you know when you're out of your karma? We talk about that a lot in and out of karma and stuff like that, but how do we know?
0: Yeah. Today's answer is, if you can wake up and know that something other than anything you've experienced before is possible.
1: And not from a delusional space?
0: No. That's why we said no. Okay. Not imagine, not dream, not fantasize, not manifest, just you know. It's actually not a bad answer. No, that's the first answer that's like quite satisfying for me. Actually, oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah, <laughs> that makes mean. actually a lot of sense
1: because you're not stuck in the loop. You're not stuck in the shame spiral. Yeah. Second question: Do you get repetitive strain injury from the pendulum? No. I'm always curious about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why are you starting to get a little bit of? Pain no, no, I'm risk. just
1: watching you, and I'm like, Jesus, like, does it hurt?
0: No, because much, as much as it looks like my hand is moving, it's not. It's just energy. So I don't. I'm not using any of the muscles. Okay, fine. Really, I just hold it right? (laughs) And then it just wants to go and go and go. Sometimes my fingers just from holding it. Anyway.
1: So, but the thing is you can't know that something else could happen to you Mm -hmm. other than what you've already known when you don't understand why you're reliving the same story again and again and again.
0: And we've been sharing this since season one. The why is you're not good enough story. It is the separation experience that the subsequent trauma that resulted that I and God are not one, which led us to wire in the belief that we are not good enough. That is the why. It's the fall, effectively. It is the fall, exactly.
1: And it's not like some religious fall or some like poison apple. It's not Snow White. It's none of that. It's just I do not have the power to be myself Mm -hmm. and and for it to work out. Right. Because so, before, it's like, if I'm myself, I will be rejected, I will be abandoned, I will be punished, I will be all these things. So I've got to change who I am, be someone different in order to be accepted.
0: I will not be my fullest divine self in yeah. the most expanded way possible, right? Is the... Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and, and I'm like let's <laughs> talk about it from like a really small blaze point and you're like come by this bitch ray come by
0: take a gazillion steps back <laughs> take the most expanded perspective possible and then we can fix it all yeah. but the thing is it's not a secret right i mean that's not and there are enough people out there who who spread the same message about the whole feeling of not good enough and and, 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 and imposter syndrome that it's not new necessarily but what is different Is the fact that we do it from that spiritual place. Mm. We do it from the spiritual body, where a lot of people, they keep wanting to come at it from the mental body. Did I not do it from the mental body? No, you didn't, because we did it spiritually at the same time. So... You know, when a lot of people talk about, oh, I just don't feel good enough and I need to work on that. That's very much from the mental body. Mm. Or my feelings tell me I don't deserve any better, so Mm. I'm just going to tell myself I'm good enough. And I hope my feelings will line up and I'll just force them and force them and force them. just can't
1: force it from a mental body or an emotional body space. They just don't know how. Yeah.
0: They really don't know how to get that healing through. So 2023 is going to be about answering that particular question, why? And we often say... Why is sometimes the most useless question because that's the one that's going to send you down the rabbit hole. Mm. We often look at, you know, the what or the how. But why, I'm always like, I skirt the why because it's annoying. Yeah. Because it this also time, just sounds like, why me? Yeah, why? Why is this happening? Why, yeah, why, why? like powerlessness
1: well, in that way. It
0: can be. And it can be very power- paralyzing as a result, right? Mm. It can sort of render us impotent yeah. because where do you begin why yeah. is just like a massive yeah whole, right and I also can... when you're in your karma you're going
1: to fill the why with i'm not good enough and you're going to fill it with
0: and look at all these many 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 examples of why i am not good enough yeah right i mean yeah. that's the thing about why is that there are a lot of possibilities mm. and then if you because can't pinpoint there's always... them <laughs> as we keep saying
1: there's those of different truths right so exactly. those, they could all be true
0: Exactly. So then what? What are you doing then? Then you're just kind of looping, right? Yeah. So, but we are going to end up having to ask the why. Like, why does this suck, yeah? Why are we here? And most importantly, why do I give a shit about any of this? And that's what is so interesting. You know, people can be so nihilistic about things and be like, I don't give a shit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. But
1: then why are you still alive?
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's
1: funny. I was just thinking about this in the car. Because I think... I love interesting... car
0: thoughts. Yeah, Car thoughts are some of my favorite. That and shower thoughts, two
1: of <laughs> like the best places, I think. I know, shower okay. thoughts. Because I was thinking about it and I was thinking, sometimes we just need to know the question and then mm-hmm. the answer follows. Yes. And so, for example, when I was in my really dark days, I kept asking, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Mm-hmm. But that was the question. What's the point? What's yeah. your point? Mm-hmm. And the minute I was able to think, oh, that's what I'm actually asking. Mm-hmm. What's my point? I'm not just saying, what's the point in this nihilistic way? I was able to start answering it Mm -hmm. and I was able to find my purpose. And the thing is, that's why I do think that like finding that point, giving that shit, it does give the meaning to our lives. It does. Because also it's where we get our strength. It's where we get our resolve. It's where we get our purpose, but it's also where we get our motivation and where we get our devotion. Mm -hmm. And I know we've spoken a lot about devotion in the previous seasons, but it really is that space where you're like... I know why I'm here Mm -hmm. or more, more likely I know what I want my life to be. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and I've said this so many times before because this is the line between like manifestation and that kind of, you know, law of attraction bullshit and like true power. Mm -hmm. It's not about a specific thing or person or outcome or expectation. What we're really asking for is the feeling. Yeah. And the thing is if one really looks inside of them you're attributing that external thing to the feeling. Mm -hmm. But what you're really asking for is the feeling.
0: And what's this feeling?
1: It could be joy. It could be love. Whatever Mm. it is that you're really it could be purpose. It Mm. could be satisfaction. Mm. But I think that when you're asking why or what's my point or when you're giving a shit, Mm. the question isn't, I will get this car because that's more FOMO. It's, I will feel content. Mm -hmm. I will feel happy. I will feel joy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and then you kind of allow the what to present itself sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a nice process. Thanks.
1: <laughs> That's I'm the how, you why. <laughs> <laughs> what I've noticed is that you also can't, you know, at the moment when, when you feel like you're unhappy or you feel like things need to change, we don't have to look very far outside of our noses when we're constantly looking at the external to make us internally happy mm-hmm. to see what's wrong with the external. I mean, you can't open the news, you can't open social media, you can't do anything without seeing something, right? Yeah. And the truth is, though, is that often what we do is then we like put ourselves onto those bigger issues and think, well, if I solve, I'm going to just talk personally. My karmic thing was unlovable, right? So what did I do? Mm-hmm. I went and I started working in domestic violence. And I started working in charities to help relationships and thinking that if I could heal other people's relationships, I could somehow heal my relationship to relationships. Mm -hmm. But no matter what I did, my relationships weren't getting any better. Whether it was helping on a smaller scale, a bigger scale, or even a government scale when we were doing, when we changed a law, it didn't mean my relationships got better. Right. Because actually it wasn't about fixing the big relationship. Mm-hmm. Like as in societal, until I fixed my own relationship to myself, the smallest one in some ways, mm-hmm. because it's the one with the least amount of people in it. Yes. <laughs> but it didn't mean it was the smallest, it actually was the biggest, because that relationship defined everything else in my life, including my relationship to the bigger issues. Yeah, absolutely. And I think until you can actually look at like, why is this happening to me? Why are my bosses assholes? Why is my life going off the rails? Like and until you're able to actually look at, why do I not think I am good enough? Mm-hmm. And actually start working through the relationship you have with yourself. Because effectively, when you talk about doing something spiritually, what we're saying and why we say do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's effectively saying, you are good enough to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. You are good enough to facilitate your own healing. You are good enough to create the world you want to live in. But you can't know any of that until you're good enough to just do whatever you want to do in a moment. Yeah. Like it starts there and it bleeds out. And you can't give a shit about the big things once you're, when you're coming at it from a broken place because you're still looking for the external to fix the internal. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work. And they are all sourced because they're all sourced from the same place of powerlessness. Yeah. So even when I'm trying to fix these bigger issues, if I'm coming at it from a place of powerlessness, I'm not fucking fixing shit. I'm not doing anything other than putting my own issues onto someone else, projecting my shit onto someone else, and then trying to use them to fix me. Whether it is something as I'm going to take you on my healing journey, which is still my (laughs) lols.
0: Or if something... Join me. Join me as I fix myself. And I hope that inspires you... Exactly. ...to fix yourself. However you can. But just do what I do. Exactly. And if you fix yourself, then
1: I know I matter. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden... That just validates my sense yeah. of purpose. And, you know, it's, it's it's so similar. I'll never forget this. This is a really like left field example. Okay. But I'll never forget there was someone that I know was very stressed as a mother that their child was not sleeping through the night. Okay. All right. And they were taking it extremely personally that they were a bad mother because their child was not sleeping through the night. Okay. And I remember another friend just kind of looked at her and goes, why is it that your child's performance determines how good a mother you are? Mm-hmm. Why are you putting the burden of how good a mother you are On your onto child. your child. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that's effectively what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing every day. Mm-hmm. When we look at these other things, because, goes, oh, okay. You know, you'd think, oh, okay. I'm so- I remember turning around after the law passed and going, all right, well, now I'm the best because I've like helped all these people and I've saved all these people. And I felt like shit. Mm-hmm. I felt empty. And it wasn't because I'd done something and now it was finished, which is what I thought it was. It was because I hadn't actually meaningfully actually changed anything mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. And instead, my ego could go around going, here's another piece of my identity that shows what a great fucking yes. person I am. One
0: more addition to my LinkedIn profile. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Where actually, and yeah, I can't deny it. Hopefully it's helped people. Like, yeah. great. But actually, when we're talking about what I wanted to feel, I didn't feel any better. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, now, if I had the opportunity to do it again, maybe I'd do it a bit differently as well. Maybe I'd come from a place of compassion. Yeah. Maybe I'd come from a place of power. Maybe I'd come from a place where we understand how everyone, you know, and maybe I'd just look at it differently. I think you'd have a more expanded perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And we can't explore or resolve any of these larger issues when we're coming from this place of disempowerment. Yeah. Whether it's political, economical, spiritual whatever it is if we're coming from a place of disempowerment we are just going to be repeating the same things over and over again under a different face which is why when we look at spirituality today all we're seeing is religion 2.0 you know whatever iteration it is because we're not actually empowering ourselves to create our own spirituality to create our own connection to be Whatever the divine expression, is, you say,
0: whatever. The di- <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're like, "quote unquote," <laughs> yeah, you know, not to be disparaging, but <laughs> no, no, no. But I, but yeah. but
1: we're not actually having that connection yeah. to our divinity. We're actually having connection to separations version of divinity which Mm. keeps us separate which therefore keeps us in our
0: powerlessness yeah so whenever you say just do whatever the fuck you want you're effectively telling a person exercise your power yeah right
1: yeah because in doing so not only will you heal your shit Mm -hmm. but you'll also learn something new which is you can listen to yourself you are good enough to do so
0: exactly
1: your feelings do matter you can't out Thank them, outthink them, outdo them, mm-hmm. or outprove them. They matter, yeah. and just as much as the feeling I am not good enough exists, which, to be honest, if you're feeling it, it's probably still showing you that there's something still left to learn, yeah, which is fair enough. Room. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. That's yeah. the thing. It's not wrong. No, no. But there's also loads of other feelings that you're feeling, yeah. like. I can do this. My life can be better. There is something out there. Yeah. The fact that anyone's even listening to this podcast means they know that feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: knowing that feeling means that you're powerful enough to do it. In
0: 2023, we're going to be constantly awakening to three very particular ideas. Our purpose, our meaning, and our power. Right? And so these will tie to the seven themes of 2023. Let me just get them. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, let me just pull them out of my ass. <laughs> You're like, and I'll have a snack. Yeah. I'll probably forget that we're recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only because like, I know that this might take like a minute hungry. or two. So, yeah. <laughs> so 2023, joy. Under which is fun because I have been telling people and I, I keep getting that 2023 is really about exercising our fun. Because that does bring us to joy, right? So, but we always have to look at things in the bigger, the bigger way. So it's joy is one of them like six more to go. <laughs> <laughs> power. Where am I giving it away and wh- how where am I exercising it? And how can I improve? How can I use my power to improve upon my life? That's nice. The third one is what are the things that I can create for myself that will better my life? And four more. Where can I direct my hope? So previously, a long time ago, we explained hope as the expression of our true heart's desire. As we evolve and as we grow up, right? As we allow ourselves a larger perspective, hope can take on new meaning. And so in this case for 2023, hope is less about desire and more about the ability to own who we are in the present in order to be able to bring about a future. And that means that by being able to own ourselves and who we are in the present, we give everything over to our fate, knowing that it will all be perfect. I have no idea how that's going to look like, like how that will appear and present itself in 2023. That'll be interesting, but that's all they're going to say about that for now.
1: And just as an, when you say give over to our fate, et cetera, this is not from a powerless place of it's no. all written. So if I go, everyone needs to remember that when we talk about fate, it's they think they said hundreds and thousands of options yes so yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like that
0: you created yourself before you were incarnated
1: yes that bit but also <laughs> that there are those options in body so it's not like you only have one choice to make oh no no it's, there's no there direct line in your no, fate no. at all
0: yeah actually that explanation really it makes sense to me when I think about what hope is How you give it over to your fate because your fate is actually what will help you actualize those possibilities more than any other part of you. Because when we try to conceive of our fate and our future, we see it very very linearly because our mind needs to be able to anticipate. So when you're giving yourself over to your fate, you're saying, I will operate from a space of consciousness in which my mind cannot even begin to get there right so you really are having to give yourself over to something that your mind cannot understand yep yeah
1: but actually whilst understanding that and that's hope
0: yeah right which makes sense hope understands that you're not necessarily gonna know everything no that makes total sense so the other theme of 2023 is abundance so this ties into the other theme about what are the things that i can create about my life it links to abundance Because we're really going to have to confront what does abundance mean to me? How can I live abundantly? How do I do that? And again, this is a theme, so we're not going to give everything away in terms of how do we answer that question. It's just not for today. Two more. Spirit. How do I make room for spirit? And what that means is how can I allow myself to be guided by what is effectively my higher self? So it's about creating that connection. We don't even have to go to the divine bit. We, it's really just our higher self, right? Where, how conscious can I become is effectively the big question. And then finally we have, God, I feel like I could have started with this a simpler. <laughs> Resilience.
1: I was wondering, they all seem too, too happy. I was like, this going to be one that's like less happy.
0: <laughs> can I? maintain my true identity in the face of adversity
1: so basically what you're saying is 2023 is going to be a pretty shit year with pockets of fun
0: it's going to be a funny year right because it's going to be one of those so the past few years our shit's been in our faces everything's just been flying out flinging everywhere our shit's out there too and everybody else's shit and so we've been acting and reacting from that place it has felt quite how can I say this? It's almost physical, the way we've been feeling. Like, we it, we can just feel it that way, like it's on our bodies, obviously, after what we've been through the past couple of years. A lot of this adversity really seems to be taking place in the physical world, like in the physical plane and how we're experiencing it through that. But the thing is, in 2023, a lot of that not good enough story is going to feel a lot more, dare I say, because with karma, karma is not subtle, but it's going to seem a little less in your face. It's a lot easier to resolve your karma when it's literally in your face. It's a little bit harder to spot or identify when it's coming up in through other things like relationships, the way we interact with people, you know, they might be more like nudges. Why is it shifting like that? Because we have to be able to get to those deeper places where we've held our separation. So that's where we're going to be forced to kind of draw that good enough story out of us has to come from that deeper place. So it's just going to be a lot less obvious than it has been. And what a lot of those feelings are going to be pointing to, and again, this won't be the theme of 2023, but in a lot of ways, this is what most people are going to need to be addressing, which is their shame. And shame is really one of those final pieces of 3D and are not good enough story That keeps us out of alignment with 5D values, which are like peace and harmony and oneness and respect and tolerance and compassion. Like all of that stuff we can't really get to if we're holding on to shame. Shame effectively tells you I will never be enough. Not only am I not good enough, I will never be good enough. Mm. Shame is the noose around our neck, right? It's the thing that as much as we are free, it's the one thing that keeps us from our freedom. Shame
1: is a really difficult thing. Mm -hmm. Because actually, even though weirdly, it's, it's, it's a very external, internal thing that we experience very internally, right? Because okay. shame is effectively, we're seeing ourselves through the eyes of other people. What we think. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's why a lot of our society is built on this kind of external validation. Yeah. Because we feel invalidated <laughs> externally, mm-hmm. so we look for the validation to reverse it. Mm. But unfortunately, when it comes to shame when it comes to any of this stuff, we hold it inside and it just becomes a bar that always continues to be raised. Nothing will fill it up enough. You can't be loved enough. You can't be given enough money. You can't be mm-hmm. uh, have enough followers. They're, you're always going to want more. And that's often quite a telltale si- sign of where you're holding shame and what you were talking about with abundance. What is enough? Well, Nothing will be enough when you don't think you will ever be enough,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's very true.
1: To answer my own question, which I haven't asked yet, how do you know if you're being ruled by shame, is where are you looking outside of you to tell you that you're good enough? Why am I looking for external validation? Where am I holding my shame? Mm -hmm. Because I think if you're able to connect those two, you can start making the shift from the inside. And once you're able to pinpoint that, which is, you know, karmic themes are useful, but once you're out of your karma, and as you said earlier, when you know that something different could happen today, we can still hold shame. We could hold shame over the person that experienced our karma, which was one of my biggest shame pieces, right? Like, how did I allow myself... To be in those relationships. Why did that happen to me? And then there are also the smaller pieces of why did I behave in this way? Or why did I do this? Or why did I do that? And for me, I think the first thing, and you said this, I think, in a previous podcast in a different way, is that one of the ways to kind of move from shame is to just do the opposite. Mm -hmm. If my shame was telling me to be quiet and hide away because no one loved me, how about I do something different and say how I feel, own my love.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. And
0: because <laughs> I said that? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: You said it differently, but I, okay. I remember you just you said to, in the last episode or the episode before, push those bounds. Because I said to you, how do you know mm. something? And you said try, experiment, test.
0: Mm.
1: For example, by doing something and seeing a different outcome, you can expand your mind to see that maybe the shame was unfounded and you mm. heal it, right? right.
0: Especially the more you, you confront it like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing I would say is... I mean, it's it's kind of what a lot of... Some people try to do, which is to really... It's it's almost like they, they look for somebody who kind of maybe holds a not-so-high opinion and they're like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. It's a little like that, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I remember
1: it. I mean, <laughs> when I had issues with my weight, I kept going to men who were only obsessed with super skinny girls and then being like, oh, they reject me because I'm so fat. And I'm like, Yes. They did because you weren't their type. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, so when you think about it, you create all these self-fulfilling prophecies constantly, and then you just use them to reaffirm that you're not good enough. Even when you're out of your karma, it's bullshit. So why don't you try something different? And it's not necessarily going for the different type of guy or the different type of job or the different kind of thing. It's just actually, you know, for me, it was if I believed I was good enough for what I do, and then you do that thing and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Like, it can be literally as simple as that. Yeah. Because I, but the, the second thing that I definitely found was compassion, which is so blah, blah, and I'm really sorry. But the truth is, is that you didn't know any better. I don't know why we live in a society where we expect us all to be fucking perfectionists and professionals and professors and just have all the information at all times. We don't shout at a three-year-old for not knowing how to, how to do long division why the hell would we expect ourselves to know things that we haven't learned yet?
0: Because that's part of our not good enough story and experience, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. But I'm just <laughs> like, saying, are you like... asking a question? No, no, I'm huh. just saying, like, you know, yeah. but, and that's it. Is it like, we don't ever give ourselves the moment to go, actually, I didn't know any better at the time. I was doing my best. Yeah. And because of that, I learned something that allows my best to be even better next time. Mm-hmm. But unless we're able to face the pain of actually the fact that we didn't know it in that moment we don't allow ourselves the healing and the learning that comes after it Mm -hmm. so really being able to face that pain and just going all right you know what i've learned something great from this the pain it's not mine anymore but the learning is Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that like effectively the more you engage with it over and over again eventually you just become sick of it and you're like you know what it's done Yeah, it's done. I have learned it. I have burnt through every single way this is showing up for me. And I actually, am not scared of it anymore. Mm -hmm. There is, I hold no fear around this. It goes against who we are to live in shame. We don't want to live in shame. We do want happy lives. We don't want to live in pain. We want to be in love. Like I think the thing that we have had shoved down our throats time and again is that life is about suffering and I know I've banged on about this before but that life is about suffering that we are here to pay our dues and then maybe somewhere we'll get a modicum of praise or a modicum of satisfaction that is not why that's not my point and until I could figure out that I was good enough and truly believe that in every cell of my body I was never be able to reach my potential